Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, it is I, Lyle Swithenbank, back with another instalment of the Pelican Scoop, a hoopdashball.com presentation. Uh, you can follow me at Twitter, oh, at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, as in bank, uh, and on at Hoopball Pels. That's the show. If you want to give it a, a little subscribe on um, on Twitter that'd be fantastic of course if, if you don't mind and you're on iTunes or Spotify or whatever um, where you're listening to this pod if you want to go and give it a review or a, um, and leave a comment uh, I'm more than happy to have those and uh, we appreciate all the support I mean um, before we get into it I, I mean I should probably be in a probably bit more disappointed mood I just finished watching the Pelicans take on the Thunder, and we'll get to that shortly, but I'd like to shout out uh, a big uptick in the listenership, guys. I, I appreciate all the support, everyone um, getting around the show. It's been phenomenal, honestly, to see, uh, especially over the December and into the January period, uh, the amount of people coming to the show and uh, and coming back, which is something that I really appreciate. Uh, we put a lot of work into the show, so thanks for... Uh, for listening, and a uh, big shout-out particularly to the guys in Auckland. Uh, the people in New Zealand have really rallied. Um, cheers to Stephen Adams. I'll continue to keep plugging him, and there's a big uh, there's a big uh, shout-out to him as well today for his performance. But, um, yeah, no, cheers to, to the guys in, in New Zealand, um, and I will begrudgingly admit that Kane Williamson is probably the best test cricketer in the world. But, anyway... That's that's as much as you'll get from a from a disgruntled Australian just watching his team lose by one point. Yes, I said it. Uh, the Pelicans had the third of their homestand, um, and then they head off on a seven-game West Coast road trip, which we're just excited for against the Thunder. Now, I finished off yesterday's show and uh, and said I promised we were going to win. That probably went out. The window about halfway through the second quarter, so I apologise for that. I probably put the uh, put the jinx on, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll wear that loss uh, obviously myself, and um, I'll regroup and won't make any more false promises for you because uh, yeah, we don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. We were meant to come out and stomp this mob, so unfortunately we didn't get the win. Uh, we fell 111 to 110. Uh, came down to a final shot by Nikhil Alexander-Walker after a broken play from uh, Brandon Ingram with about 12 seconds left. He uh, got double-teamed, passed out to Nikhil, who pump-faked George Hill into oblivion, and then in and out with his three-point attempt. Uh, Had plenty of room, so, you know, unfortunately it was the way the ball bounced. Um, Didn't didn't happen, but uh, Stephen Adams got one arm to it, 
um, which was basically the story of the game was him getting hold of the ball and uh, he attempted the tip, but we just ran out of time as three blokes hung off him. And uh, yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles, so to speak. Uh, overall, pretty woeful performance by everyone except uh, B.I., Zion, and uh, Stephen Adams. You know, the starting lineup all come out with double-digit scoring again, uh, which which you love to see. Um, Nikhil off the bench also had 13 points, which I loved his uh, his aggression. I tweeted about it as well. When his number was called, when JJ Redick unfortunately went down in the second second quarter, I think, he uh, had a knee clash and he was out. Yeah, it was the second quarter because he tried at halftime to come back. Uh, he used his minutes wisely. You know, he didn't do anything wrong. Unfortunately, the, the execution wasn't there. And I know... Um, Antonio Daniels said at the end, you know, you don't want to rain on a guy's confidence, but he had a lot of space to drive in. I agree. Uh, he did probably have a chance to shoot at 15 feet, but if you're not going to, if you're more comfortable shooting the three-pointer, well, then take the shot that you want to take. Um, you know, you live and die by that. If I had gone in, all of a sudden we're saying, yep, give Nikhil starters minutes. He's phenomenal. Uh, why hasn't he been playing all year? So, it really is the a bounce. One bounce of the basketball was the difference between us going uh, what five and three to us going four and four. So a little bit difficult uh, and frustrating, nonetheless. We shouldn't be in that position. We shouldn't ever let ourselves get down by double digits against a Thunder team that really has no one exciting besides uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander. He is an absolute gun, and I will not take that away from him. But uh, when you're getting torched by Darius Baisley, Mike Muscala, and, you know, George Hill as well. These guys are a ragtag bunch, you know. They're thrown together. They're a heavily rebuilding side. But they come out and made us look second rate. I'll get to the, the... So the first quarter, you know, we came out and we actually won that. We were convincing. It was like, yep, this is the team we're looking for. You know, the three-pointer wasn't falling. But led quarter one, 34-26, which... When you're sitting there with an eight-point lead going into the first quarter against a team that you're like, well, we add a couple more to this lead, they're going to drop their heads. The shot's going to stop falling. And it was the three-pointer that kept them in it for most of the night. You drop your head and you get on top of these young team, you know, they disappear and you end up winning by 30. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. We came out in the second quarter, and I also tweeted about this. I said, please don't come out in the second quarter and uh, when the bench comes out and we just... Um, fall away so we did that um and now i've realized i'm probably just cursing the team every time i uh, every time i tweet like that so i'm not going to do it anymore i'm just going to sit quietly in the corner and uh rant about it afterwards but overall it just wasn't good enough you know for example we shot 49 percent from the from the field phenomenal they shot 46 so you win that then you have a look at the three pointers we shot 18.2% from three. They shot 41%. Fairly certain uh, the stat was... Antonio Daniels said that it was a 45-point swing from three-pointers between the two teams. So you're getting 45 points advantage from the three-point line when you're the Thunder. If we take that three away... They have absolutely nothing. Al Horford was a non-factor. 
Mike Muscala did all of his damage from three. Baisley lit us up from three. Shea, oh, SGA lit us up from three. And no one else did anything. But you have a look. So Shea hit two. Baisley three. Dort even hit one. Al Horford hit two threes. George Hill hit three threes. Mike Muscala hit five of seven. And Maladone hit two. And even Roby uh, hit one as well. So if you're going 10 deep in, in your lineup and all of them are shooting threes, perhaps we should run them off the three-point line because that's what they wanted to do. You can't just rely on them going cold and saying, oh, they might not hit as many in the second quarter or in the second half. Well, they did, and we actually got ourselves back into the uh, the lineup, or into the game. I think it was about halfway through the third quarter, and it got back to one. And then Mike Muscala hit three straight threes. And yeah, okay, Jackson Hayes was guarding him, and he'd sort of fell asleep on the third one, but the first two were just good shots. And it's just not it's not good enough. You can't have the center. You need to know the what is it? Know your KYP, I think Antonio Daniels says. I've been quoting him a bit, but I've listened to a fair bit of him this year. Know your player, know your players. You know? Know your personnel. If you know that Mike Mascala has a deadly three point shot and he's already hit three, uh, two of them, maybe close out. And there was a perfect instance in the last quarter where Stephen Adams came across and actually closed Muscala out, and then he had to like short-arm this terrible floater-looking thing. We got a rebound, and it was a stop, and all of a sudden we were back in the game. Very frustrating. And as you can probably tell in my voice, watch the game, and um, yeah, you get a bit annoyed because you know that these guys, these are games that you just want to win. You win these two games. So you win this game, and I'm probably still a bit salty from the Pacers game. You win that game, and you win the Pacers game, and all of a sudden you're sitting, what, what first in the in the West? First or second? That's not bad. That's pretty good early in the, in the season when people are already saying that you've got a tough schedule. This game was not one you were meant to drop, especially at home. Those Your home is your fortress. You've got your fans here. You have 800 fans, which are allowed in. One of six teams in the NBA that's allowing allowing fans. And you can't win for those 800 guys that have gone and risked coronavirus on a day where the US is in absolute turmoil. Um, it, it To me, it shows a bit of a lack of concentration and a bit of lack of heart, which is a shame. Because this team is great. This There is greatness in this team. And I think that's why Pels fans get so frustrated because this is a really good side. It's one of the best that I think the Pels have had for a long time, you know. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, Anthony Davis is gone, but the haul that we got in return are, are some really solid players. And there's a couple of all-stars sitting there, and they stepped up. It was just the supporting cast that really didn't, you know. Have a look at the box score for the game. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 24-11 and 4 assists. He was big in the third quarter, uh, lit him up, 9 of 15 shooting. Missed his two three-pointers, but hit all his free throws. 
Only had two turnovers, and he was a plus five on the night. Uh, another good guy was Zion Williamson. 29 points, six rebounds, one assist, three steals, 12 of 17 shooting, which is 70%. Only missed one free throw, five of six. Had three turnovers, but he was absolutely phenomenal. He's ferocious. He's playing on this Baisley kid, and he's nine, or, I don't know, 20 years old, and just got out weight, like, just a different weight class. So, unfortunately, couldn't get it. Uh, the bright spark for me that I was really stoked about was the great Stephen Adams, though. He was a game changer. He absolutely... When he was on, the Pels were on. When he was off, the Pels were off. He had a triple-double. The first Pelicans player of the season to have a triple-double. 10 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. And with about five minutes to go, he was sitting there on... 11 rebounds and 10 assists, and we're going, and 8 points, and you're going, is he going to get his triple-double, or is he, he's got to hit another bucket, and luckily the guys recognized that and gave him the ball, um, 4 or 5 shooting, 80%, hit his free, th- uh, I think he hit all of his free throws, which was pretty good, you're impressed with, honestly game changer, he does a whole heap more than he does on the stat sheet, so, you know, he's triple-doubling, and he still does that's not even his most important factor, you know. The fact that he sets these bone-rattling screens and gives these guys workout shots is just, like, in the mid-range, phenomenal. Two or five free throws, you know, you live with that. Um, yeah, he was he was massive. So, yeah, happy Stephen Adams Day with a triple-double day. Maybe we'll, we'll make that an official holiday uh, over at the uh, Hoop Ball Pels show at the Pelican Scoop. That might be an official day. The The day that Stephen Adams triple-doubled for the Pels is, well, I suppose it's the 6th of January in uh, in the US, so we'll go off that. Maybe we'll do it off New Zealand. 7th of January. 7th of January is Stephen Adams' day. It's been officially declared next year. Well, until he gets another triple-double. Overall, The effort wasn't there. The heart wasn't there. Despite three guys really stepping up, the rest of the roster was just average. Can't really be impressed with that. Um, The next game they play is on... I think we get a day's rest again, and then we're back in. Yep, we take on the Hornets. It's an ESPN game. I don't know if it's nationally broadcast in the US, but it is over here, so you'd hope so. Um, Eastern Conference team that must be the last one of the homestand and then we head off yep it's in New Orleans do not drop this game these guys are another upstart team they've got Gordon Haywood um, as a bit of a off season signing LaMelo Ball joined the team after we got to watch him in the NBL last year but beyond that you know this is a team we should beat Four and four on the season. We are there. Three and five. This is must win. I'll call it right now. Um, don't drop the ones you should win. And win at home. Two key fundamentals that we cannot afford to lose. Oh, guys. You get frustrated. Get frustrated watching this. So much potential. Now, I'll jump across... Before I get into that, we'll plug the sponsors. MyBookie.ag. Make sure you go and do all your betting over there. Uh, Get the wager pass. Listen to the guys over there at Today in Sports Betting. They'll give you all the hot tips. Uh, Another podcast run by the great Ira Silva and Devin Ellington. A few other guys over there as well. 
And they're great. So if you want to get some good tips, go and jump on there. Listen to those guys. Also, the good friends at Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Hootball20 is the code. they got heaps of stuff on there post-Christmas. Uh, you want to have a shave. You want to get some creams. All of that fun stuff that uh, the new age man is hitting these days. Um, all the manscaping in the uh, hair oil and beard oil. I probably should get some with my glorious moustache, but uh, we'll see how we go. Anyway, enough of that. Key takeaways from the game. Effort was lacking. It really was. Um, Can't just blame the bench in this. The starters look lackadaisical. Lonzo was absolutely horrific. He loves... He he settled for the jumper a lot. Um, And even when he went to the basket, they weren't rewarding him. I think he played too hard for the foul. Um, which was a shame. He got frustrated. There was a couple of silly fouls. And towards the end, um, you know, he really... He, he was really disappointing. I think he would be disappointed with his game. Um, fouling uh, SGA on a three-point attempt with a minute to go. Not great. And then another one on, on George Hill. Um, and then almost begging them to review it when he had made a fair bit of contact with him. Yeah, it's a shame. This young guy, he'll get better. Um, he's been good. He just had an off game. Settled for the three. It needs to get out of his hands a bit more, I think. Um, especially in those late game situations, he can't be the guy taking the shots. It needs to be B.I. Or, or Zion. Because those are the guys. They're your all-stars. They're the ones you you need to give the ball to. Uh, key number two that I liked was... No, that I, I saw, that I recognised was B.I. is the guy. In the third quarter, he was the one that dragged us back. Uh, On the offensive end, I think he had 14 points in the quarter. Then in the third quarter, they stopped going to him, and and all of a sudden, we're back out in this this hole. Also, I suppose 2B is, is Zion is the second guy, and... In those late game situations, the ball needs to be in either of their hands. It has to. That just has to be the the way that it happens. We need to get a bucket, and none of this. All right, well, we'll let him create, and we'll give him. I don't know, twenty seconds, a whole shot clock to run around, clear out, give your stars the space to operate. We want to play isolation down the stretch. Good, we got the players to do it, but make sure that we're going to give them the opportunity to succeed. Again, we got uh, B.I. caught up in a double team because we didn't clear that side out. And if you're not going to clear out, then how is the bloke meant to shoot over three blokes? We're again falling into these late-game situations where we're not giving our guys the opportunity to succeed. So that's probably number two. And number three, props to Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I honestly thought he did well with his minutes. He was aggressive. There were some plays uh, that really sparked the offense, I think. And on the defensive end, he was just—he was good. He missed that shot at the end, but he was game enough to take it. How many young players are willing to step into a three and say, all right, game's on the line, I'm going to take it? I don't think that many. I think a few would have been looking to pass out. Instead, he made a veteran point guard in George Hill bite so hard on a, on a three-point uh, pump fake, and then to uh, almost splash it, those will come. There's some. There's something there with that kid. So he's all right. Uh, so they're probably the three 
main things that I, I really liked. I... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a disappointing loss. You, there's, there's no way around it. You can't beat around the bush. It really was a disappointing loss, and we shouldn't have been in a situation that we were um, even letting them get this confidence to take it to us. The team on paper is not good compared to ours, but unfortunately, paper doesn't always translate to real life. But I suppose that is life, isn't it? If we get a bit pensive, a bit philosophical for a second... The ball's not always going to bounce your way, but it's what you make of the situation. We've got to bounce back. I'm not going to make a prediction of the next game um, because last time I did that, I come back and now I'm talking to you again with my tail between my legs, um, <laughs> which is a bit disappointing but because um, they let us down. They let us down. And more importantly, they let the fans down, the, uh, the fans in the stands. But that's how it goes. Hopefully, they can reward the 800 people that show up to the Charlotte game, but, you know, fingers crossed. Guys, I think that's enough of me carrying on today. I'm going to leave it at that. As always, I'm Lyle Swithenbank. This has been the Pelican Scoop, a hoop-ball.com presentation. Give us a follow on Twitter. Hoopball Pels is the Twitter handle. Go and do that as well. Have a good rest of your week. I'll have a chat to you oh, after the next game. I suppose that is Friday, so it'll be Saturday for me. Stay safe. Look after one another and, and be kind. Bye for now. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.